Welcome to Design Tangents, a podcast that explores the through line of design in every creative medium. I'm Josh Rubin. And I'm Evan Ornston. Josh, can you believe that we wrapped up the first season of Design Tangents in June? I know, Ev. It's been a whirlwind. The, the good news is that we're well into production on season two, and it's coming together really, really nicely. It really is, and I'm really excited about it. We've recorded about half of our sessions already, and we've had some incredibly insightful conversations, and some of them really went places where I wasn't expecting them to go. That said, though, it's really brought me to a place where I'm reflecting a lot on what happened in last season. You know, we had eight episodes, incredible creators. We talked with people in the worlds of sculpture, automotive, music, streetwear, photography, data visualization, and product invention. And as opposed to the name of our podcast, which is, of course, Design Tangents, I've been thinking more about the opposite, really, more about the threads that tie the episodes and those people together instead of apart. Yeah, I've been thinking a lot about that as well. And even though we were obviously present for those conversations and we've listened to them in multiple edits and after they were released for our audience, it's still a lot to think about and a lot to remember. And I was feeling kind of overwhelmed trying to imagine how to summarize the, you know, the, the first season and f- pick out some of the themes. So I did a little experiment. We've been playing with all kinds of AI over the last year or two. And I was curious what would happen if we asked the latest version of ChatGPT if it could read our transcripts and provide a summary and, and, and pull out some themes. The first prompt I gave it was asking it to read the transcripts from every episode and summarize the top three themes of the season. And what it came back with was okay. So I followed up asking what all of the guests from that first season of Design Tangents had in common. And that's when it got better. I feel like that led to some really interesting additional insights or tangential insights that you and I really haven't thought about so much. And, you know, there's so much debate about how, how AI impacts design and creative fields. And I hear constantly that people are like, you're going to, what's the role of an editor anymore? There's no reason that AI is going to write the stories and curate them. You know, you know there's really not going to be a need. I just, I don't believe that. If, if anything, I feel it's the opposite, that having the role and the point of view and, and the curation um, is something that really needs to be done by humans. And I believe increasingly even more so in the future. For me, it's really not that much different than the questions we ask during the interviews we have every day just about. Though what we have that the AA doesn't is perception, the capacity for observation and nuance that doesn't exist in AI yet and maybe never will. Uh, well, the, 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 the predictions of what it will and won't do are uh, the whole other podcast. Another season. Another season, another, uh, yeah, another, another route of exploration. But for the time being and in this incarnation of AIs, and we're recording this in November, and you know, if you're listening to it in a few months from now, the technology will have evolved again. So as of right now, November 2023, I think as, as humans, as creatives, as designers, you know, learning a new skill set taps into the curiosity and our desire to experience new things. It's such a big part of what drives us. And I think that that's really part of the excitement and part of the opportunity with 
all the different forms of AI that are available to us right now is exploring a new medium, learning new skills, prompting, asking questions, critical thinking, analyzing what's coming back to make sure that we agree with it, and figuring out how to integrate these tools into our creative process. So with that, why don't we, um, why don't we look at some of the themes that ChatGPT surfaced? Let's read each one and then, you know, say if we agree or disagree. Okay. So the first one, passion for creativity and design. Each guest demonstrates a deep-rooted passion for creativity and design. This is evident in their dedication to their respective fields, whether it's information design, streetwear, or collaborative art. Their work is not just a profession, but a personal passion, shaping their life choices and daily activities. I mean, duh. Yeah, it's a little um, generic. It's a little generic. <laughs> it's a little, generic. It's a little obvious, uh, but it, I mean, it's right. It's obvious to us. That's the whole, that, that's part of our selection criteria. So that's sort of a given. And I guess the good news is that ChatGPT figured that out as well. To me, like it, what it's missing is that most of these people that we've spoken with, like just feel driven to do this, right? And it also is what makes them happy. This isn't, you know, it's not a burden for them. It's a labor of love, right? This is their, this is really their passion. Well, and, and I think the, the second theme that it, that, that it emerged kind of speaks to that. So that one, let's you know, and, and, and chat GPT titled each of these themes. So that, that second one is titled integration of personal and professional life. The guests often blur the lines between their personal and professional lives. For instance, Georgia Lupi uses data to track personal experiences and Nick Cave and Bob Faust's personal relationship deeply influences their collaborative work. This integration highlights a common trait among the guests, viewing design as an intrinsic part of their identity and lifestyle. Again, that's not, you know, anything shocking to hear, but it is pretty accurate. It's, you know, it's, it's definitely accurate. And it's, it, but to me though, that those, fir those first two really are saying the same thing. I love that I pulled out that tidbit about Georgia and one of the funniest parts of that episode. And for me, one of the, you know, biggest laughs of the season was when she was telling us about starting to date and she was tracking everything, like all the data points of dating. Yeah. And I thought that was really, really funny. Yeah, it, it, it definitely was. Number three, innovative approach to their work. All of the guests share a tendency to approach their work innovatively, whether it's Loopy's unique approach to data visualization, the collaborative and community-focused work of Gavin Faust, or Jeff Staples' intuitive understanding of streetwear culture. Each guest brings a distinctive and groundbreaking perspective to their field. This innovative approach is a key element that unites them, showcasing their ability to think outside the box and push the boundaries of traditional design concepts. Got I mean, you stumped? <laughs> yeah, no, I'm no. I was, I, I was, I was trying to figure out why it keeps referring to Georgia Lupi and and Nick and Bob. Um, this time, it did bring in Jeff Staple. I'm just trying to figure out if it's weighting its answers based on the order of the season. But I think I am hmm. overthinking it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, innovation is definitely part of what ties all of our guests together. I, I completely agree with that summary. But it's, you know, it's more than that. I remember, it's funny, Luke, in, in Luke and Saying Up's episode, there was this really funny comment about, you know, we do the design for free. 
we just get paid for the meetings. Right. And I thought that was really such a good point to make about the life of creatives. It's it and so many other examples of, you know, having the inspiration versus the perturbation to make it happen. And there's something really interesting about that. It's not hard to have ideas for a creative person. Totally. You know? So the fourth one is continuous evolution and adaptation. The guests demonstrate a commitment to evolving their work and adapting to new challenges. For instance, Jahan Sincerely, an installation artist, talks about transitioning from ephemeral work to concepts with a longer lasting impact. This theme resonates with the spirit of design, where continuous innovation and adaptation to new contexts, materials, and societal changes are fundamental. It's funny that it didn't bring up Matthew Deere because I think so much of that episode was about Matthew's creative journey and not just writing music, but performing music, being a DJ, being an artist, really leaning into his painting and, and visual art. And Tandiwe too, right? Because Tandiwe has evolved from just being a commercial photographer to leaning into the opportunity to make personal work. And that personal work was photographic art. And it very related to her business work, if you will, her professional work, but completely different output. You just summarized the last insight mm. from ChatGPT. Oh, I could read it. Unique personal journey that shapes professional work. Each guest's personal journey significantly shapes the professional approach and work. For example, Tendiwe Mirio's exploration of post-internet Kenyan creative culture is influenced by her personal experiences and perspectives. This theme highlights the intimate connection between a designer's personal growth and their professional output, underscoring how personal experiences and backgrounds can profoundly influence professional creativity and expression. I mean, th this is this is one of the one of the key themes that we were talking about. It ties back to some of the early insight that mm -hmm. ChatGPT gave us about this blurry line between personal work and professional work. But I think what we were talking about the other day is is going a step further, which really is about finding your personal work makes all your work better. And, you know, in Tendiwe's case, finding her artistic look, her artistic message, her artistic, you know, approach in her photography has made all of her photography, better. including the commercial work, yeah. better. Yeah. And from talking to her, it, it, it really feels like she's, she feels whole, whereas before finding her artistic point of view, she felt like something was missing. And I think that that feeling is, is probably consistent across everyone that we've spoken with and everyone that we're talking to for season two, because it's really necessary to balance your personal expression and your professional expression in a way that feels authentic. It doesn't feel like you're just doing the professional work and selling out and not being true to yourself. I, I think that's a very astute observation. I guess where I'm at with all this, Josh, is, is kind of what I summarized before, which is I think AI is a great tool and certainly got us thinking about this in a different way and accelerating that. So instead of having writer's block, we were able to kind of use this as a tool for, for conversation and observation. And while a lot of the observations or all of them really were correct, none of them were mind-blowing for me. It didn't unearth 
that much that was like, oh my God, I didn't think of that. But it did help me remind myself of them. Yes. And it gave us an approach for this episode. It did. Speaking of that, we'll be back in a couple of weeks with another one of these uh, short episodes to share a little bit more about next season and to not just tease you about it, but actually drop a few names and maybe a few quotations or some insights from things that we've learned. Um, but in the meantime, if you haven't listened to some or all of the first season, please head over to coolhunting.com, click on Design Tangents. And from there, it will take you to pretty much anywhere that you listen to podcasts, or you can listen to it right there on the site itself. And you can see all eight episodes from our first season. And when you do find Design Tangents in your preferred podcast player, be sure to subscribe so you get a notification as soon as we release new episodes. And also, just FYI, season two will be out in January of 2024. Just a few weeks from now. Also remember leaving a rating. Um, that's incredibly helpful for the, our algorithmic friends, and we'd really appreciate it. This episode is produced by Rob Schulte at the Surround Podcast Network, part of the Sandow Design Group. To discover more design-related shows, visit surroundpodcasts.com. Thanks, and we'll see you soon. Thank you.